Welcome back to the Dad and Rock podcast. This is Sean. And this is Chris. Hey, we are back at it again. Fear not. I know it's been, uh, I think, a couple weeks since our last episode, but uh, we did something special last week. We uh, guest spotted on another podcast, Friends of the Show, over on the My Drunken Movie Theater podcast. That was fun. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, they wanted to invite us on to go ahead and uh, talk about the Kong Godzilla Godzilla vs Kong. I always want to say Kong vs Godzilla. I always I want to say too. it backwards. <laughs> I think that's our preference. We prefer Kong. So I'm a Kong guy. Yeah, no Kong guy all the way. But yeah. uh, yeah, we went on there to talk about it. I seen it personally in the theater, Sean. I think you said you uh, seen it on your TV on Easter. Is that right? Yeah, I watched it here at the house. Um, I we had some folks over for Easter day and I hadn't watched it up to that point and I wanted to test out the surround sound and the screen down here so uh my nephews came down here to the basement here with me and we we watched it it was a uh, it was good for our full thoughts you can check out the my drunken movie theater podcast I enjoyed it quite a bit and it was nice to have folks over I felt a little bit more comfortable because I was uh recently vaccinated or at least halfway there with the yeah. uh, Pfizer vaccine uh, yeah it's a new thing yeah, I think we both got our first shot within days of each other yeah, which was a which was a nice feeling getting that first one and lining up the next one, uh, yeah. but with but with doing that, I mean, you had some family over for Easter, which is nice. Uh, my wife is fully vaccinated; she got both shots a little while back, and uh, now with this first one I've had here, next one's lining up here in about another two weeks, maybe ish. Right. Uh, we just actually within today, well, as we're recording, we started finalizing all of our Disney plans. So we're like the the level of like pr- preparation is like yeah. in full force and uh it's the most exciting and most stressful and i'm the most over the planning portion that i can possibly be i told my <laughs> wife Jeanette, so i was like you know what i don't want to know nothing else just don't tell chris <laughs> right and once we get there i said it'll be funny i'm just gonna spin the wheel and i'm not sure where i'm staying <laughs> <laughs> uh well yeah that's coming up soon june right we're uh yeah we're less than two months away Oh, yeah, it's uh, 60 days before your trip, you're able to actually start booking all your, your dining and your experiences. And uh, they're opening so many different like hotels down there, but they're not changing the capacity in the park yeah. or in the restaurants. So it's making it hard to actually get reservations for places. And like, oh, no, for all that. So it's, it's been a little difficult. We've gotten 90 percent of what we were looking to do. Yeah. Uh, but there's one thing over in Star Wars land looks like I'm gonna have to bypass. It's really a bar. It's like it's called Olga's Cantina, and they got some like Star Wars things and some mugs and some souvenirs I wanted to get. You've got to make a lightsaber. Oh no 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 lightsaber! I'm making a lightsaber. Good. And okay. Zach is doing the droid, so we're gonna we're gonna have the lightsaber. I'm gonna have it. It's gonna be behind me. It's gonna <laughs> yes. be mounted on the wall. Uh, <laughs> right. It will be visible in some way or other. But beautiful. Well, that's uh yeah that's quite the update here. Uh, with us been gone. I mean, speaking of Disney, a couple weeks ago we did our Disney villains. We've been talking about villains here on the podcast. First show we talked about Star Wars villains and Disney villains. Then we moved on to uh, DC Comics and villains from uh, Marvel Comics. And then this week we're talking about, we're kind of opening up the floodgates here. We've got horror movie icons and then we've also got just kind of your everything else. <laughs> the grab bag. Yeah, the ones that don't fall into the actual like basket of super big IPs. What, you, okay, well, let's do this before we get too far into it. We have the results from our last one after we uh, did our DC and our uh, Marvel. I went ahead with Marvel. I went with Helena and you went with Galactus. Yes. And this speaks huge to our actual audience and our followers because I didn't know if they were going to be deep enough to know who Galactus was. Right. And I thought it was going to be a, a recent bias. They know Helena from, you know, Thor. 
and you know everything. I was like, okay, she's gonna win it just because people are just at that's front of brain. Right. No, uh, it was sixty nine percent Galactus. I was actually, uh, I was, I was surprised. I thought you overthought <laughs> it. I thought you did what I did when I was gonna go with uh with Thrawn. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, it works. But dude, I turned around and threw the stomping on you with your our DC picks. Oh yeah. Yeah, because I picked Joker and you picked Lex Luthor, and uh, well, there wasn't a single vote for Luthor. That was the first goose egg we oh, had. Oh wow. Opponents. Oh, man, not a single one. Not a single vote. So, I mean, that's where we stand. I think we're gonna, what we're going to do at the end of all this is we're going to take all of our winners and we're going to put them in one solid poll at the end and see which one actually uh, people prefer over others. Yeah, that'll be fun. It'll be an ultimate, uh, the ultimate villain tournament to see who comes out on top. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the best of the worst? That's awesome. I, I think to this week's will put a fight up. Yeah, you know, considering we're going to go jump into the uh, uh, the horror icons, so let's get started with that. When you think horror icons, what's the, what's the first one that comes to mind for you? I think the the main player. Well, let's see. Well, yes, for me, for me, it's Michael Myers. That's the series that I grew up with was as a kid. The kind of the first horror movies that I was introduced to as a kid. I you know I remember being like eight or nine years old, and around Halloween time, it was a staple at my you know my mom would watch them every year. And of course, you know, I lived on the first floor. I had two bedroom windows that were facing the woods. So, you know, I would hear the the screams and the horror movie stings out in the living room as I'm trying to go to sleep. <laughs> and I would, you know, I was convinced that Michael Myers was just standing right outside my bedroom window. He's so. busting through the closet, and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he was definitely right there. So for me, just the shape. They call him the shape. Just the the faceless formless michael myers he's he's better when he's a bit more mysterious you know the more sequels they got into the more backstory they started to flesh out with them but i love him from that first movie man i don't think there's a, a better villain yeah you know what I, and i honestly think you're the one that introduced me to the halloween movies yeah and i mean i love them i mean I, there was some like horror movies that i remember watching I and mean, we even i think we even did a lot of them when we were uh, doing our halloween you know horror movie time frame back you know a little while back it was like yeah Fire in the Sky and Children of the Corn were the ones that really scarred me as a child. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, when I, I think of, like, first and foremost, it's always Michael. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there was, like, I remember outside of him, it was Jason Voorhees. He, he was the secondary one to me. Yeah. And I know that's not usually the case for a lot of people. There's a, there's a, you know, Freddy usually falls you know, within those top three as well, but it was always Jason for some reason. Yeah, well, uh, Friday the 13th had kind of a special place around where we grew up, too, because Camp Crystal Lake, I believe the first movie was shot near a camp in the uh, kind of near Bridgeton. Yeah, I think it was the Bridgeton area. Yeah. I always, always remember being told that. I'm not sure how factual that is, but that's what I remember. I know I may be as. totally lying right now, and that's just something that was told to us as kids to scare us. But uh, no, I think there was a lot of filming around uh, the South Jersey. I mean, South Jersey is kind of scary in and of itself. There is some creepy areas. <laughs> Definitely, if you go towards like, the Woodbines, and yeah, you know, you have the Jersey Devil and everything that can go you know, down that way too. Boy, we're getting deep into this. yeah the Pine Barrens. We could have, <laughs> a, we could probably do a whole episode on some of the uh, Dude, myths that, and that's legends. Got to be one of our camping locations. We got to take the kids to the pine barrens oh boy yeah and not but, tell uh, them about all the scary stuff <laughs> oh then tell them no, no then then tell them the scary stories around the fire one night oh, oh we're gonna scar them yes, yes. Still. but we're we're, following, <laughs> we're going off the off trail here <laughs> um but yeah i mean jason that those are kind of like the top three when you think of horror icons or uh michael myers jason Voorhees, and then of course we haven't mentioned him yet but how could you not mention him freddy krueger yeah um he had his own very successful series of movies uh, kind of the jokester, the prankster, and 
you know, in some ways he's the scariest because Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, you could always kind of run away from them. You know, they would get to you, but you could at least try to run. No, but, there's no running. I mean, you may run as fast as you can, and all of a sudden he's just gonna pop up in front of you. Well, I, don't true. Know how I mean, you teleported there. But. That's from movie magic. I mean, in the real world. But how do you run from Freddy Krueger? Like, you, you gotta you, sleep. You have to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Freddy Krueger is always gonna be a horror icon for me. I, uh, they they try to reboot it at one point, and they made a new one. But uh, you know, the Robert England wasn't in it, and it just didn't feel the same. I don't know if you could ever continue without Robert England. I mean, you can put different folks underneath the the Jason mask or the Michael mask, but without Robert England as Freddy, it's kind of hard to do. Yeah, no, I think Freddy's Freddy, Freddy's dead. Freddy's dead. <laughs> the Freddy's final dead. nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> but there, there's one that um, they're getting a lot more buzz because it has been rebooted recently. But you have the whole It franchise with Pennywise. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't personally familiar with that franchise until they rebooted it. Right. And I was like, the first one I seen was like a well, I, I enjoyed it, but I was like, mm, okay, yeah, that's good. I could see how it freaked people out. Sure. And then the second one, that was uh, it was a little crazy for me. <laughs> yeah, I think the uh, the second one when they're all grown up, it's I think the more compelling story is the first one with their kids because yeah. it's almost got almost like a Steven Spielberg kind of vibe too. There's that coming of age tale uh, when they're when they're younger. But yeah, I remember watching the old miniseries that was on network TV back in the '90s with Tim Curry who was famously portrayed Pennywise back then, who was scary as heck. Oh, I you can know. see that. Yeah, man. It, it was pretty tame because it was on ABC, I think, so they couldn't get real crazy with it. But Tim Curry just, like, I mean, he was awesome, awesome portrayal. You haven't seen that version, have you? I don't. Yeah, no, I've never seen it. I, yeah. I, and I really know nothing of it, but just kind of thinking of Tim Curry and then thinking of you know, Pennywise, I'm like, you know what? That, 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 oh, man, that's creepy as hell. Yeah, and you and I are fans of Stephen King. I actually, when I heard that they were remaking the movie uh, for today's audiences, I actually read the novel. I say read, but I actually bought the audio book and read oh, to dude, it. Oh, dude, I was going to do it, and I yeah. seen it was like 20-some hours long. Oh, plus, maybe 27 or something. Yeah, it's I crazy. I was like, dude, I, I, I can't. Yeah. Even when I was door dashing, <laughs> I was like, dude, I, I just, I can't. It's just too much of a commitment. Yeah, but I did it, man. I I pushed through it. I powered through, and um, I'm glad I did because it was a great experience. And then I felt really uh, ready for when those two new movies came out. And Pennywise, honestly, is kind of the current. I think he's almost like the current horror icon. Like when you go to Voodoo or Fandango to like purchase a movie, and you go to the different genres. Uh, earlier today, I was going. I was doing that exact same thing. I was like looking through westerns, and I pulled up horror, and who was the who was there? But Pennywise as their uh, you know mascot for the for their horror movie. Movies. So I think he's almost like the Freddy Krueger of today. Like the you know the the youth is really uh, scared of Pennywise. They they captured their imagination. I always wanted to just mess with him on Halloween. Just put a balloon out by my storm drain, <laughs> <laughs> or when it's raining, just yeah. put a balloon out there. You know. <laughs> I think that'd mess with some adults. <laughs> oh yeah, I think so too. I might have the cops at my door for you know a prank that <laughs> I may or may not have had anything to do with. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need. Yeah, right. <laughs> so those are probably the most famous uh, horror icons. There's some other ones, too. I mean, just off the top of my head, uh, there's some of the stuff that we grew up with, like Candyman and uh, Pinhead uh, was Pinhead, another yeah. one. Pinhead was one of those ones that freaked me out as a kid. Yeah. I mean, I remember that one. was like, oh, it just messed with me. But then, you know, even even more recent than that, the, we were little, probably in our 20s or so when it started, but... The, the whole Jigsaw Saw franchise. Oh, yeah. I remember that first one. I was f- 
fascinated by it. I loved it. And then the second one came out, and it, I they did too many. I mean, I think... They're doing another one now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we're Chris Rock. I think Chris <laughs> yeah. Rock is in it. They are. They, uh, they're really squeezing that. I think Jigsaw's been dead for like two or three movies, and they're still going. Yeah. And I think that's one of the biggest drawbacks to a lot of these horror franchises. Yeah. That they, they push it too far. They try to just to milk the name as much as they can. I mean, Halloween has done it. Sure. We're seeing Saul do it. Uh, I mean, they've had two or three of the uh, paranormal act uh, paranormal activities. Said like more than that. I think they had like five of them. Yeah, I think I was going to Amityville. I think they've had like three Amityvilles. Yeah, they're The Conjuring. That's yeah. it's got its own movie universe, The Conjuring with the yeah. nun and Annabelle and stuff. Uh, yeah, they they do push it. I you know I forgive horror movies and that genre a little bit more because it's like there's just something about October. You go to the theater just to catch the latest scary movie, whether it's Halloween 17 or <laughs> or whatever. Uh, I think there's just something fun. It's like communal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, just being scared in the theater together. That's that's well, you're fun. Su- you're suspending all the belief anyway, going into the theater. Right. So why do you need any type of reality when you go into a see a movie like this? Yeah, I don't need like Apollo 13 3 or, you know, Schindler's List 2 or, you know, they don't make uh, a bunch of sequels in, in a franchise, make franchises out of dramas and stuff. But, you know, like the popcorn movies, like the stuff that you want to go during the dog days of summer, just catch, you know, and the new action movie that's out starring the big movie star. It's kind of that same feeling when, you know, when the chill comes in the air, and it's October, you just want to go see a horror movie. Yeah, maybe I'm just a just a scaredy cat. I'm just not a horror person in the theater anymore. <laughs> I'm really not. I mean, I, there's, a, there's a few of them out there that I kind of still want to see. Like, I haven't seen Get Out. Yeah. I, I want to see that. I want to see how um, oh, they're making a sequel to it now. It was, uh, oh, it's uh, about a family. It's like a woman and two kids or something like that. I was like in a zombie type get up and they're trying to get out or stay safe or something. Someone's oh, a quiet place. Quiet Place, thank you. I was going to say, someone who's listening to this podcast is going to be screaming at the radio. A Quiet Place, yeah. That was uh, made by John Krasinski and uh, his wife, Emily Blunt, and he actually directed that. And yeah, they're making a sequel that's supposed to come out. It was kind of a victim of uh, COVID where they had to push it and delay it, uh, but it is coming out soon. Yeah, there's a lot of like cool, unique ideas, and, and horror as a genre has really kind of grown, even from like the 80s slasher films that we grew up with. And into the like the 2000s schlock, like, uh, gosh, I don't know, like Jeepers Creepers. I don't know if you watched those movies. Oh, they were terrible. <laughs> yeah. I did. I, I think I watched the first one. The first one was all right. The second one was just pathetic. Yeah. And I think that's when I started turning me off to them. Like, I just didn't care. Like, all the new reboots of uh, the Chainsaw Massacre with Leatherface. And, right. Uh, uh, 10,000 corpses or something like that. With oh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Uh, yeah, The Devil's was, Rejects, all those Rob Zombie movies. Uh, the Hills Have Eyes. I mean, they've all these here. I just I, I just didn't care for them at all. And I think I just stopped watching them. And after, it's one of those things. If you're watching them consistently, you get numb to it. So it doesn't bother you as much. But right. If you walk away for it for a while and then come back, you're like, ah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, lay there with your eyes open. You know, oh, I watched... I can't remember what what movie I watched. It was within the last, like, since we've been doing our podcast. And I had to lay facing my door and, like, keep my eyes open until I fell asleep. So I didn't, I was like, something, it just freaked me out. So I flipped my back to my door. I had to flip back over. 
Yeah. Oh, uh, that's that is the worst. You don't want to like you know you you turn the lights down uh, and it's late. You're probably the last one awake, and you put on a horror movie. You you are just gonna get those chills. And then when you have to like go up steps, like from here, I can imagine I'm down in the basement. If I try to watch a horror movie after everybody goes to bed, I'm gonna be freaked out by the time I get up <laughs> to my bedroom for sure. That's funny. Well, we we've talked about a few here. If you had to say your top one, I, I think I know what it is just because you grew up with them. But your number one, who's your number one? I might surprise you, and actually, as far as icon status, I'm going with Freddy Krueger. You're, you're on Freddy? Okay, I thought for sure you were going to go Michael. Yeah. I just, I mean, there's so much, I mean, there's so much lore, there's so much history, Yeah, you know, with you and him, and I mean, even me for that matter. Freddy Krueger, I came to later, and I really learned to appreciate Robert Englund's performance. I learned to appreciate the subtle differences between how Freddy is portrayed between each movie. My favorite one is uh, number three, Dream Warriors, where he's basically tormenting this uh, mental asylum where these kind of these younger kids that grew up in that town, um, you know, they developed their own kind of ways of fighting back in the dreams where they would become, you know, the kind of the punk warrior and like the jock. And they started to like gain their own powers and they empowered themselves within the dreams and him fighting back. Plus all the one liners and just like just great. <laughs> that stuff is like right up my alley. I think it's classic. Um, and I think he probably has the he's probably the most famous of all horror icons, I think. Um, oh, I don't know, man. I think Michael's right there. I think him and Michael are toe to toe. When when you see a when you say horror, yeah, I think those two are the ones that automatically come to front of Brandon for everybody. Now they may not enjoy the movies, those two movies, you know, yeah. of them, but they know of them, right? So I'm 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 guessing your pick is Michael. I'm juggling honestly. I, I think it I think it's gonna be Michael. Yeah, it's it's either Michael or Jason. And I, I see what I like about it, what freaks me out about Jason is how many times they have cinder blocked him. To the bottom of that lake, <laughs> right? And like, I think when I when I'm jumping in a lake, it's like I don't, I don't. The the freakiest thing that can happen to you when you're swimming in water that is murky is something touching you. Oh, sure, it'll freak you out. And if you feel something touching you when you're kind of just treading water and swimming and you can't touch the bottom, I, I just always you know a hand and just grabbing you and pulling you under, pulling you down. Yeah, that's uh, terrifying. That's oh my god. <laughs> you say that, but I also I want to remind you we've already had Freddy versus Jason. They made a whole movie about it. it might be more. Oh, was that, hold on, was that Freddy got Michael. fingered? No, not Freddy got fingered. <laughs> <laughs> Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! They also went to space, didn't they? <laughs> they did. Jason X. Yep. Jason. Oh space. man! But uh, you know what? I I think I'm not gonna ever think it. I'm gonna go with Michael. I, I yes. think Michael just there's so much. I remember just sitting down and watching him. I remember watching him like in Millville and would hear like a dog barking outside when it's actually barking on the screen too. Right. Yeah. I remember that level of like this weirdness, like his kind of the whole like the universe aligning with That's the movie. Funny. Just to scare you. <laughs> yeah. Just to scare you. <laughs> but there's one we didn't even bring up. So there are choices, but we didn't even mention Alien. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's I another that one that freaked a bunch of people out. Definitely that first one. Yeah, the Xenomorph. Yeah. Um, you're right. Especially that first one is definitely leans more towards horror. And then Alien 2, they went kind of more action with it. But yeah, I, I think the Xenomorph Alien really counts. You know what? We we didn't mention some of the other funny ones, some of the uh, miniature guys too, like Leprechaun and Chucky. <laughs> the ones that should really scare you, you should be able to just pump them across the room, but uh, <laughs> they still have their own franchises. Yeah, Chucky scared everyone because he looked like the My Buddy doll. 
Oh, I yeah. think if it wasn't for the My Buddy doll, I don't think he would have, that franchise would have gone anywhere. And who could forget Leprechaun, man? That that first movie, I remember uh, my mom renting that, and uh, it had Jennifer Aniston before she was even on Friends. And to me, like, Leprechaun was always, like, Lucky from Lucky Charms or, you know, just a very innocent thing. And then I saw this uh, ugly goblin-looking guy, you know, who was doing all these crazy things to people. And uh, my mom really introduced me to stuff she shouldn't have at an early age. <laughs> <laughs> but we got to give some uh, honorable mentions to, like, Jack Torrance. Or Norman Bates. I mean, yeah, they're. I mean, we appreciate them, we enjoy them, but they were more our parents, you know, yeah. horror movies when it comes to those two, or like the birds, right? I, mean, I remember watching the birds, expecting like, okay, what, what, what's coming? And uh, well, I was always like, yeah, okay, I can understand, I can, I can appreciate it, yeah, but I, I don't understand how everyone was so terrified. Yeah, or even stuff that's just before our times, like stuff from the 70s, like uh, The Shining was right right at 1980, so that was still fairly early on, technically before you and I were born. Uh, The Exorcist, you know, Amityville Horror, stuff that was made before you and I were around, but that that stuff was scary. Yeah. Oh, it held on. It held on enough, because it scared us at an early age. Yeah. To the point where it kind of made a a mark on us. They didn't really introduce uh, the the horror icons that we started to get in the 80s, though. One last one here I think will be missed, and if we don't mention, but uh, the Ghostface Killer from Scream. Oh, yeah. That was the last vestige of of slasher film in the 90s, where they try to pay homage to the old ones and also kind of make their own thing. He earned his place, too, the Ghostface Killer. He earned his place in the, the lexicon of horror icons, I think. Yeah, I, it's one of those things. You see the mask, you know who he is. Oh, exactly. Yeah. If you if you can identify him immediately, mm-hmm. you you deserve to be there. Yeah. Okay. Well, that that's horror. I mean, that, I mean, I feel like I mean, there's a lot we left out. I mean, we we left out Damien. Oh uh, yeah. But I mean, that's I mean, there's so many. It's impossible. Yeah, we'd be here for hours listing off, yeah. you know, characters from horror movies. <laughs> <So> <laughs> exactly. We had to go ones. with the top tier here. And I mean, the top tier. I mean, it. And like I said, and it's it's generational. A lot of it, it's really generation. You, if you're younger, you're gonna go out. You're gonna go towards more get out. Yeah, get out or like the Baba Duke or um, we mentioned Pennywise. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. Or even God, some of the stuff that from the internet itself, like the creepy pasta stuff, like Slender Man and Five Nights at Freddy's. I mean, those are stuff that's scaring kids these days. So I mean, this this could be a show series all by itself, like in October. Yeah, <laughs> but uh. So we have Freddy Krueger for you, Michael Myers for me. Freddy versus Michael. Let's see this movie. That, yeah, <laughs> that's going to be an interesting poll there. <laughs> After these messages, we'll be right back. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Zach. It's Josh. Zach. Do you enjoy video games, drinking, and attempting to solve the world's problems through ridiculous schemes? Uh, yeah. Do you think others would enjoy that? I mean, I really hope so. So do I. So I think you all should come spend some time with us, the Midwest Meltdown. This show was created by these two fine gentlemen here, myself and Zach, when we spent the last 14 years telling each other funny stories, talking about video games, and literally anything else that comes to mind. We wanted to turn our passion for gaming into something that we could share with everyone. So again, follow us, the Midwest Meltdown. Anywhere you can find your podcasts. That's Spotify, Apple Music, Podbean, Google Pods. Check us out. We'd be happy to have you.
Hi there. I'm Kyle Sutton. I'm Trisha Campbell. And we're the hosts of My Drunk Movie Theater. Join us every week as we go through the silly things that we wind up getting up to at our jobs working at a local multiplex. We also talk about all the current events that are happening in the movie world that affect us and affect you as the viewers. Trisha? We also get off topic quite a bit and we'll ramble, so there's that too. Yeah, well, you know, alcohol does that to you. So hit the subscribe button. You can follow, listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, almost anywhere that your podcasts are available. So we have that. So uh, we figure we gotta we gotta team it up with something. So we figure we have to go all you know a generic type villain, the ones that don't fall into specific IPs. If it's not a horror or a DC Marvel, you know, Disney type setup. Yeah, so, uh, the miscellaneous, the catch-all. Well, what I wanted to do, so I wanted to narrow it down a little bit for myself. Um, so when I'm thinking villains, I'm thinking, you know, we already talked about comic books and stuff. I'm thinking Saturday morning cartoons. So I, I just wanted to list a few by and see if you remember. I mean, you got, these are all, you know, icons in and of themselves. Of course, many of them from the 80s, the heyday of Saturday morning cartoons. But you've got the uh, Decepticons from Transformers, led by uh, Megatron. Yep, yep. Uh, very villainous guy. You've got Mumra from the Thundercats. He was the. Uh, I was never, never. You were never huge. a Thundercats guy. Yeah, no Thundercats. Uh, but he was Mumra the Ever Living, and he was this mummy. He was this frail little old man that would uh, get this big power and turn big and muscly. Uh, kind of a generic copycat of my favorite Skeletor from yep. He Man and the Masters Skeletor. of the Universe. <laughs> hey man <laughs> he was the best dude uh dr claw from inspector gadget okay oh yeah i'll get you next time gadget yeah probably one this may be your favorite shredder from ninja turtles oh yeah yeah but i mean you bring up you know dr claw from inspector gadget yeah and that that, that has a special you know spot on in my heart <laughs> sounds, yeah. it sounds weird but uh <laughs> Uh, let's see. There was uh, Gargamel from Smurfs. I mean, I don't know. Just a lot of the '80s cartoons that we grew up with. Some, I think, some some iconic villains there. You could have a uh, whole poster full of these '80s villains. That that would be fun. Yeah. yeah see, I'm thinking more more movie wise. Like I'm looking at like Saron and Saruman from the Oh sure the Lord of the Rings. The two that r- really jump at me. Yeah. From a, as far as a big, you're right. From big franchises. You've got to mention the Lord of the Rings villains, and I think you've got to mention Smog, kind of in the same breath, the uh, the dragon from the Hobbit movies. Yeah, the dragon, yeah, um, absolutely. And then in Harry Potter, of course, you had he who should not be named or whatever, Voldemort. Shall, shall, shall we name him? <laughs> you did. Yeah. Yeah, you did. said his name. <laughs> <laughs> well, then there's like, uh, there's Snape, you oh, know, yeah. within those movies, so they give all the Death Eaters, so, I yeah. mean, there's, we've had to stop those movies. Oh, with Zach because the last one we watched, uh, um, uh, it was with the Azkaban. No, it wasn't Azkaban. It was one after that with the Goblet Cup. Oh, okay. Uh, after at the end of that, where one of the actual kids die. Yeah, Cedric Duggery. Yeah, because of the the cup being a, a portal thing. Yeah. Uh, Zach was had his head buried in the couch, and the Jeff was like, "Okay, we need to we need to pump the brakes." I know. See, it was a year in be- or a year or more in between those movies. Yeah, so he, it, it freaked <laughs> him out enough to be like, you know what? Because I mean, in that one, there you see, you know, Voldemort coming back. Yeah, you see the snake. I mean, there's a lot going. I mean, there's the mermaids that are in the lake that are right. trying to kill him. Yeah, I mean, that whole movie it was just like that. I think that one was when I started enjoying him a little bit more. Yeah, because I was like, you know, I wasn't into the hokey early stuff. I got more into the, you know, the older stuff where you were a little bit uh, darker. 
But yeah, you also look at like one of your favorite franchises, the Terminators. You got T one thousand. Absolutely. So I mean yeah. he, he was dude. I mean, he he would be hauling some serious booty. You couldn't get away from him. You were blowing he him was, in half. He's splitting in half, and he's still coming at you. The T-1000, yeah. Or even Arnold's uh, T-800 from the first one. He was scary in that first Terminator movie. Um, he was just relentless. Yeah, that's a great franchise as far as a, a villain. Villains are concerned. Um, I'll. It's kind of a goofier choice, but one of my favorites, just because I love these movies so much, is uh, Biff Tannen from the Back to the Future yeah, movies. He, he was coming up in all of them. <laughs> I, yeah. I didn't expect him to come up in all of them, but he, like every search I was, you know, coming up with, I, I wouldn't think it was a big villain. Villain, I, I don't think of it that way. I mean, he may be, but right? It just didn't like come to mind. I mean, you can't compare him to like Hans Gruber or Freddy Krueger. I was or, waiting for you to bring up Hans. Yeah, I mean, that's you know, in these action movies, uh, you you got a great hero like John McClane. You got to match him with a great villain. Yeah. Will you go cartoon on me? Oh, as far as my pick? Yeah, will you go Shredder? Because Shredder is a double ed, d- double. Shredder could go movie because he's in you know the original you know Turtles, and then yeah. they bring him back you know all rah in the new ones, which weren't very good. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I I am gonna go cartoon, but I'm actually gonna go with Skeletor. <laughs> You're gonna go Skeletor. Okay. Going See, Masters I, of the Universe here. I've got to I got to stick with one of my favorite franchises, the movie franchises, and I gotta go Saron. The okay. Eye, the eye sees all. Yeah. I, yeah. That, I can't wait for Amazon's show. I want to go back to Middle Earth. I, I just, I'm, I'm itching to get back there. But that's a whole other conversation. I don't want to get us too far off. <laughs> I know. Well, okay. So that's a pretty, uh, pretty interesting, diverse group there. So our next roundups are going to be Freddy versus Michael, and then we've got Skeletor and Sauron. Uh, that's that's pretty awesome. That that okay. We're going to see how how dear. People hold their cartoons over <laughs> Sarah around the eye. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got a master of the universe or just a master of Middle Earth. I think I think Skeletor takes it. <laughs> <laughs> but he can't even beat the G.I. Joes. Come on. <laughs> He's never fought the G.I. Joes. What are you talking about? Oh, hold on. Whoops. <laughs> That's <He> me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I want Cobra. <laughs> you win Cobra. I want King Cobra. But how do we not mention King Cobra? I know. We missed him. Yeah. Oh, Cobra. I, my brain just kind of went all... Cobra off. and Cobra Kai <laughs> from the Karate Kid movies. Okay, guys. Well, you know what? Keep an eye out for Twitter. Uh, once you actually you're hearing this, uh, you should see the actual poll come up relatively quickly. And then once we get all the results from this one here and the past ones, we're going to throw it all up there and we're going to have a battle royale of villains and see who comes out on top. Who comes out on top? I really think it's going to be Joker. I, I mean, I, yeah. I honestly, I honestly think it's going to be Joker. I don't, I don't even think it's going to be close. I think he's going to win like seventy to something, seventy percent or, or higher on all these. Joker is probably the most iconic villain. I mean, we we said that as much in the. I don't want to like ruin it. I don't want to implant that seed into people's minds. But, you know, as far as all of these villains, you know, folks have like Joker bumper stickers on their cars and like T-shirts. And yeah. Joker's is going to be Joker's going to be the one to beat for sure. The Joker's wild. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> well, guys, I think it's a good time for us to go ahead and dress up like little nurses and walk away from that hospital kind of giggling as we blow it up. What do you think? I didn't know where the heck you were going with that <laughs> one. What villains are little nurses? Pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> right into the cheesy. So you want me to go first? I've got one here, and it's pretty, pretty bad. Uh, no, actually, I'm going to go first. Oh, touche. 
I'm going to go first. We just mentioned Joker. Where does Bruce Wayne brush his teeth? Where does Bruce Wayne brush his teeth? Don't know. The bat room. You knew, didn't you? You no, knew that. I, no, 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 <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I, I, no, that's work. I, I figured it was something bat. And the bat, bat room, room didn't, come to, <laughs> didn't come to mind quick enough. Ooh, okay. Like uh, oh, okay, so that, that one stunk. You know, this one here, <laughs> we'll go right along with it. What is the loneliest cheese? Oh, gosh. I'm not... If I sat here and thought about it, I might be able to figure out, but I'm not... Uh, okay, what's what's the loneliest, loneliest cheese? Prove alone. Oh, boy. Prove alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little Fumunda cheese. <laughs> oh, Lord. I was thinking, like, stinky cheese. Like, you know, what would be the stinky cheese that wouldn't have any friends? Limburger? No. That was that was actually kind of funny though. Oh boy, that, that's good. That that is a good you know, two dead jokes to get back on the on this little uh, adventure. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what do we got going on? Anything special we're doing? Oh my gosh, all kinds of things. Uh, we mentioned earlier that we guest spotted on My Drunken Movie Theater last week. So, if you want our feelings on Godzilla versus Kong, go check out their podcast. We, of course, are currently hip deep into Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Our after show just did episode four last week. We only got two more episodes left of that show. Chris and I have been enjoying it thus far. Yeah, we got we got everything up there. All our all our trailer reactions uh, oh, yeah. are up there. The most recent one is the uh, Black Widow one, but uh, everything else is there. So check it out. I mean, check out everything on YouTube. Like it, subscribe to it, hit that little bell so you know when we put something new up. But uh, I think that's a good time for us to go ahead and say, keep it cheesy, everybody. I'll get you next time, gadget. Next time! <laughs>